0: Hello, I'm Courtney Smith and you are listening to Closet Confidential. The clothes that we wear tell a story. They can change our mood, they can influence others, and they can create memories. So they have more power and significance than we often realise. On this podcast, I'm chatting to people who have a unique and defined personal style. We're hearing the stories behind their clothes, what inspires their style vibes, and learning their sartorial secrets. But I think you ha- you have
1: to just be like, fuck it, I don't care about actually dressed up. I don't care if I'm more dressed up than everyone else, or you know, it, you have to just go with what ultimately you feel good in, because I think that confidence is what really carries an outfit as well.
0: My first guest, Millie Macintosh, honestly needs no introduction. Millie first graced our screens on popular reality TV show, Made in Chelsea, but it was her wardrobe that stole the show. Over 10 years on, she's still considered as one of the UK's most stylish women, with British Vogue once calling her fashion's surprising new star. You are the style queen of polished Bohemian. That's what I call you, which is a bang. Thank you. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's, it's my style vibe. That's what I like to kind of, that's what I aim to achieve as well. Um, But I feel like there's just not an outfit that you put out there that I don't lust after. What do you call yourself? Because I'm referring to you as a polished Bohemian, but obviously you might kind of think that you've got a different personal style vibe. I think
1: it, for me, it kind of depends a bit on the date. Like, I feel like I am a bit of a style chameleon. But yes, my true style is definitely very in- influenced by, like, the 70s. A um, little bit 60s, probably more 70s. And it is that kind of feminine, you know, vintage-inspired kind of, you know, I love details. I love, like, floral dresses. Yeah. I love lace. I love like mixing and matching but I, I really like mixing different styles together as well yeah
0: like you do romantic but then you do rock and roll and you kind of I blend. think sometimes you've got to give something a bit of an edge
1: otherwise it can become too like pretty or too you know and you've got to put it back with something that gives it that edge yeah
0: otherwise it's too perfect it's and too it doesn't, perfect yeah it yeah, doesn't feel authentic
1: exactly so it's about, yeah, finding those pieces that you just feel good in, um, having fun with your accessories and looking for things which are just really well made, like things that are made maybe by artisans in small batches and having things that you found on your travels or in yes. vintage stores, um, which really tell a story.
0: That's it. For me, it's the clothes that tell a story. So like, I love the fact that you mix high street, high end and vintage with those little pieces that you pick up in these random little kind of concept stores. Totally
1: and I love travel and I love seeing how people like dress in different cities and different countries and having different types of style that I like to bring out. Like in Paris, I always wear like lots of monochrome and like stripes and quite classic and probably slightly less of the like busy prints and stuff. I have a kind of Parisian girl like look in in my head. But I actually do like to wear that in London as well. I think it's very, it's a kind of easy um, and quick look to put together. Um, And I do like that kind of like French girl style.
0: Yeah. Are you inspired then by street style? Like, is it looking at other people yeah, in the city? I
1: look at Pinterest. I look at, you know, tags on Instagram. I look at, I like, I like, I do like looking at lots of those like get ready with me videos. Yeah. And seeing, I get ideas of how to wear things and save things quite a lot.
0: Which is interesting because you're probably on everybody else's like saved reels and like on their Pinterest pages. And, you know, because like I said earlier, you are a style icon for other people, but you've said yourself there that sometimes that comes with its own pressures.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can feel like the pressure, to, like, it's too much pressure to find the right outfit. Um, and sometimes I think it's about finding the right outfit for the right thing. Yeah. So you might have loads of good outfits, but it's like, what's the energy going to be? What are other people going to be wearing? Yeah. But I think what I'm learning is to just not care so much about, is it too formal? Is it too casual? Is it, obviously, if there's a dress code, you know, you want to, stick to it to like be respectful of the event or whatever it is like you don't go to a wedding in something totally inappropriate in jeans you know know, yeah yeah. um but I think you you have to just be like fuck it I don't care if I look too dressed up I don't care if I'm more dressed up than everyone else or you know you have to just go with what ultimately you feel good in because I think that confidence is what really carries an outfit as well
0: and I think that's the word there confidence is key because when I look at you, I always feel like you dress with confidence. Is it a fake it till you make it kind of thing as well? Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes
1: yeah. it definitely is. Um, but I know the um, the shapes that I find flattering. I'm always all about a waist. Yes. Um, and whether it's a belt or a detail or just it's a high waisted cut. Um, I'm always about that. Were you of- always
0: like that? Like, has your style evolved to that? Or did you always kind of know? Because like obviously going back. Yeah, not as a
1: teenager. I've actually got some photos I'm going to show you later. (laughs) My mum recently gave me this pile of photos and there's some really funny looks from back in the day.
0: I think we all have
1: those. I think when I was like first discovering kind of fashion when I was probably about 12 to kind of 14, it was those like mini skirts that were super low on the hip and it was like the low rise of jeans that were barely like you know, they, the Britney Yeah, they were way too low. Yeah. you know, you could literally see your, <laughs> your bum hanging out the <laughs> back. You needed like a bikini wax to wear them, and it was those like mini, tiny mini skirts. And yeah, um, I so I wasn't so into high waisted cut. I think till maybe I don't know later in my teens or till what kind of like my um tw- early twenties. But I remember even at that age, like loving a high waisted bikini and just thinking it just looked chic. it looked really chic and and from a young age I just remember that kind of cut in my head mm. I thought that just looked really good and um, something I wanted to try and like copy
0: yeah so like I think one of the things when I look at your style is that you often emphasise your waist you obviously know that that's like a shape or a cut that really really kind of complements your figure but also I mean you're tall anyway but it elongates everything it's just a very flattering I think shape it just makes you.
1: me yeah I want everything has to be, have some kind of waist Snatch like yeah.
0: a waist snatch,
1: a waist snatch. Yeah.
0: Um, I love that, but like going back, obviously, you know, a lot of people will know you from Made in Chelsea, but I think most people will actually know you now from fashion, like even if they didn't ever watch the show or, or oh my gosh, my
1: outfit's on the show.
0: They were, they, I mean, <laughs> there's definitely a style evolution there, but I still feel like it was very bohemian, but maybe less polished,
1: yeah, more like thrown on at the last minute. Yeah. Before like, filming. I, I think
0: I remember there was like. There was one scene, I think you're wearing like a really shaggy gilet or something. So like it's still very... I definitely
1: was influenced when I was younger by Sienna Miller. I mean, I love her... Um, we didn't, I didn't name our daughter intentionally after her, but I happen to love her anyway. I yeah. mean, I've got like a tattoo that's basically the same as hers. Oh, do like, okay. Who am I kidding? Yes, it was because <laughs> I wanted to be her. But you know, like back in the day when she would always wear those, r- those really like bohemian, floaty, gorgeous pieces. It's yeah. not so much her style now. Um, but She used to wear those like low slung belts with like the discs on yes. it. And like, I just was, and the, with the kind of little, like, boots like leather boots and so she just she, was she very your cool. style icon then yeah growing up I was quite obsessed with what she wore yeah I think, I think she really yeah. influenced that kind of boho style but then I also love like Jane Birkin and Bridget Bardot, and you know looking I went, just yeah. went to Saint-Tropez for the weekend and when I was planning my outfits I was like looking up like what they would wear back in the day and it was just like simple but it was just the cut was always good the
0: cut and I think the quality yeah of the fabrics and the clothes like they were timeless but they yeah, they were timeless, really. And I love when anyone goes back to reference people like Jane Birkin or like even Audrey Hepburn, if that's your style, yeah. but like going back to the archives and looking at trends back then and style back then because 100%. there's a reason that we still look at those women.
1: Yeah, they were just nailing it.
0: Yeah. And would they still be your style icons then?
1: Definitely, for sure. Yeah.
0: And if there, was there anyone else maybe like current that you I mean, look at? I've
1: always loved like Kate Moss's style. Yeah. You know, it's just that kind of slightly rock and rolly, edgy. She always just looks very cool. It's never, it's never like too much.
0: Yeah, and there's always, I feel like, an element of this kind of. It's like
1: vintage yeah. mixed with designer, and not too, yeah, just not never, to try hard. not too, never, never looks try hard.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I, you know, some of her classic looks. Like I love how she wears stripes, how she wears leopard print, as if they're just neutrals. Yeah. Yeah. If in doubt, always just look up. You know. There's so yeah, there's so yeah, much yeah. like of her style over the years, um definitely for like festivals, I've always yes. really loved like that that look that
0: she does so well, yeah, me too. and in terms of like experimenting, <laughs> I feel like you know it's been a very natural evolution for you, but I think there are a few. Have you got
1: got some standout
0: ones? Well, (laughs) for me, I have a standout one, which I think, I think if I say I'm saying it correctly, you went to the GQ Awards. Yes. And you did a really snatched ponytail and like a tiny little kind of bodycon black dress. And like knowing you, like we've known each other a few years now. It was, I think it's so far removed from your style. Was that intentional? Like this is the like it was, was it the sexiest I think woman it, I
1: think it was FHM. It was FHM. We're, we're making it sound a bit more glam than it was <laughs> back in the day when <laughs> I did a couple of shoots for FHM. But
0: it was it was like the sexiest woman awards or yeah yeah so were you were you like okay intentionally I need to dress sexy and this is what sexy I think sexy so is? I
1: think I just it, I didn't work with a stylist back then I do work with a stylist often now for a kind of occasions. a big red carpet um not so much day to day. Sometimes I have someone come over once or twice a year and help me do a bit of a wardrobe clear out and kind of look at the outfits that I've got. But it's not so much styling as in like this is exactly what you should wear. It's more like helping me realise like the options that I've got. Yeah,
0: um, I mean everybody kind of needs yeah, a bit of that. I don't Find they? that really helpful. Yeah.
1: I do a big clear out, um, big big charity clear out. But um, I I remember just yeah i i think it was just a rush literally on the day it was i think it was from like sandra homage it was just a little black dress went and bought the boutons like wasn't no one was loaning anything to me at that point um and i don't know i remember feeling good though i did feel good in it
0: well that's the most important thing
1: it was just like yeah i think i did It was like wanting to i've yeah i felt like i needed to dress sexy for that event because i was like nominated
0: yeah Oh, but sorry you looked absolutely stunning but I kind of feel like if you were to do it now you'd probably still wear the dress but you'd do your hair Oh on my god done I think definitely down. looking back at
1: times when I look back over things I've worn and I cringe a bit it's when I think it's I've got the hair and makeup quite wrong for the outfit okay and it, and like either the hair and makeup's been great and the outfit hasn't been good or the um, outfit's been amazing, and I've like ruined it with like the with the makeup and hair that's just all not it's not working together. Okay, and a, that's and, important. And it's and a whole I think look. it was often when I tried to do really extreme, like slicked back hair, like giving myself a facelift with a really strong lip, and I think it's just quite harsh. Yeah, and you know what suits you
0: as well yeah. now. It's like you, you do that kind of barely there. So now really I well. tend to
1: just do like less is more. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, so occasionally I do a hair up, but I. I definitely really think about how the hair, and makeup, and accessories will work as a whole. Yeah. Um, and when I was younger, it was definitely just more like get the dress, find you know last minute, find the other bits to go with it. Did not it wasn't considered enough with the yeah you know the hair and makeup and like how it would come off as a finished look. Yeah. That it was
0: photographed. Do you have a standout cringeworthy moment? Like or like looking back? There's a like,
1: picture of me from when I was on Made in Chelsea, and it was a some kind of club like launch event and I've just gone a bit too hard on the fake tan like it's like a deep orange and I'm wearing a kind of bright blue bodycon bandage mini dress um I've had my hair done but it's a bit too done like it's Mm. a bit too curled it's not like tousled and natural it's like and it's kind of all like gone a bit shorter a bit like just bad a bad blow dry basically and then The makeup, yeah, too much makeup. It's like very shiny, and yeah, it's just a lot. But but
0: but you know what? It was probably peak style then. Like at the time, it was probably like the ultimate look. It's just in hindsight, looking back, you're like, oh my god, we've all we all have those. Like every person has those. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Yeah, there's
1: definitely quite a few. But then when I look back at the things I wore as a teenager. I don't know how I was like, allowed to leave the house I like know. that.
0: So I have the... I'm like, hey, my like, dad saying, like, yeah, let cool. like, go,
1: <laughs> li- Like, the shortest skirt with, like, this little crop top and... But, I mean, I, w- I wanted to wear it, but...
0: I think there's an element of, like, if, if you know, obviously as a mum now as well, yeah. like, knowing that that's going to be in my future when <gasps> my daughter wants to go. I can't.
1: I just want them to wear, like, Liberty Print florals forever. <laughs> like <laughs> Forever.
0: With smocking. Well, you have to let them have that, like self-expression course, as well of
1: course it just makes me laugh now seeing people wear like what we thought looked good back in the day and now like all of these it's all come full circle it's all come full circle and you're i'm looking at like instagram and tiktok and seeing this like i'm like no we don't need to bring it back
0: no it's it's it should stay there for a reason there's certain things in history like the jane birkin style that's yep. you know that's timeless but the the low sling Slung, baggy jeans and the tiny little crop yep. tops. Mm-hmm. They I did I
1: did actually get a pair of um, of kind of like combat trousers. I'm not going to lie, so did I. But I think actually as a mum, they're very practical. And I was like, I will wear them when I'm running around after the kids, maybe instead of just staying in my loungewear, because it's like really suitable for that kind of thing. Do you thing.
0: think you've actually had a like a, I don't want to say mum makeover, but do you think being a mum has affected your style choices as well? I definitely, I
1: don't. I dress up more like when I'm working and then in my day-to-day life um, I am in practical stuff mm-hmm. especially when they're really young as well because you just grow a little si- hard si- like, at the beginning it's like sick on everything. Yeah. So with both girls they had reflux There were and there was like projectile vomiting going on so I was I would live in cotton stuff anything you know cotton and lycra stuff that you could just wash again and again it was whatever I wore like I'd wear like three outfits a day because yeah. Uh, of like when I was breastfeeding and like baby sick, so it's is about being practical with, with shoes. I've actually really struggled with, with shoes since yes. having kids, and trying to find my identity with what I wear on my feet. Okay, me so too. like, hear me out. So like, before I had kids, I would wear like a heeled ankle boot, like no problem. And then in the summer, maybe again, like a not always a high heel, but like like, like some, a, a, a little heel. Yeah. And since having kids, it's just not that practical, especially when you're like walking around the park or just. You want to look nice sometimes, but you also—it's just like it's—it's it's ended up being like a Birkenstock or a trip. But then I'm like, sometimes I'm like that just is too casual, and then I, it's just ended up being trainers. And then That's, in the winter, I'm not really a
0: trainer girl, I've got I, I had to get those like them.
1: stomper boots. You know, the really chunky yeah. boots. And for ages, I was like. I feel really influenced to buy them, but they're really not my style. And then I ended up actually getting some, and they were so comfortable and easy. And I ended up just wearing them, like, with a nice outfit and just kind of accepting that it just looked a bit grungy and that was fine. Yeah. But I didn't really... I was always a bit like, oh, this is just, like, not quite me.
0: Yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean, the last time I saw you a few weeks ago... Yeah. And as I was leaving... We were doing like a little event yeah. thing, and as I was leaving, I threw on my trainers, yeah. and you were like, "I was Where are jealous because I, I was at the
1: event for another few hours, and I had heels on, and they." I find it so uncomfortable now. Mm. I do. It's fine if it's just, um, you know, for for dinner and you're sat down and it's not for that long. But if I'm walking anywhere, yeah, my, I if I do wear a heel, it's got to be
0: like block heel. <laughs> I'm or have, the same. It
1: has to. Well, like you I don't know, know.
0: Is that post? I know we shouldn't keep going on about it, but it could be it. Like I think it's. Being a mom, but I also, also think it's lockdown. post. Yeah, that's it. Post COVID, I feel like we spent a year. I didn't wear jeans for like years because yeah. of
1: lockdown and two and pregnancies, pregnant. <laughs> and so I didn't. But I, I've I've enjoyed like rediscovering denim again.
0: Yeah, again, it's a
1: good like quick outfit, like double denim jeans and t shirt, jeans and a white shirt when you don't have time to like figure out your outfits. Do you like plan your outfits ahead now? Because when you know when, you, when you've got the kids and mm-hmm. sometimes when you're, you're all going out to do something nice as a family or you're taking the kids out and you want to wear something that isn't just like your gym kit or like literally a tracksuit. Yeah. It's hard to just grab and go unless you've planned. Yeah. Well,
0: I kind of have a formula down. Okay, And I just kind of stick with that because, again, time is fra- of the essence. Mine is, is usually jeans now. And it's funny because I was never really a jeans girl. Yeah. But I have like one great pair of jeans. I-, I went through it definitely and I'm, I assume most mums do. But I went through this whole. Where well, your jeans don't fit. Jeans yeah, don't fit. So you yeah, but but new your jeans just changed yeah. so much. Two babies. And I was like, I just, nothing I put on I felt confident in. Yeah. And I was always a confident dresser so now I went through that as well yeah I, I, I mean is it a rite of passage I I think definitely while my body was
1: a different size you yeah know, and I had for, bigger like it was bigger everywhere but like bigger boobs bigger tummy like that yeah. was really hard to dress for especially after I had sienna yeah. I, did, I couldn't find a single thing that I felt good in. I'd spend like an hour trying on options
0: it's and then depressing. like I like
1: literally cry
0: yeah no it is like I, I definitely went through that as well whereas now I feel like like I said, two babies, uh, you know, under two and a half. So it's it's busy. So my formula is kind of like jeans and a nice top. I know, yeah. say, but jeans and a nice top and a cool little jacket. My statement is my accessory. So it would be okay. a cute little shoe and a nice blazer or a nice kind of statement jacket. Like I have, a, I have a lot or cardigans. You know me. I yeah. love my cardigans like you. Um, and I feel I know, like that's yeah, That's, it. that's really my good. statement. Like jeans.
1: Yeah, like a white, some kind of white T-shirt or tank.
0: Yeah jeans and like a big
1: throw on like colorful jacket or cardi that's, and that's your statement piece that's that's really ideal for just something easy you can wear it like out to the park you can wear it wherever and it, you feel I feel like that I'm letting a bit of my personality through yes but it's a quick throw on as well yeah
0: and that's it that one little statement piece brings that through but um for you do you have I think anyone listening to this who loves your style or doesn't know your style is going to go now, check it out. Do you have a style secret that you could share?
1: Okay, a style secret. Ooh, one thing I would say is don't feel that, don't let the size of it in a label like don't don't feel like that has to always be your size and feel like if you size up that's a problem or you know I feel like with different brands like the, your size can vary so much mm, so that's like not caring I remember when Victoria Beckham did that style book and it was like size something about size not size doesn't matter or something. size doesn't matter and that's actually really true and I think after having kids and stuff I was like for a while especially after the first pregnancy I did gain about four or five dress sizes I was just like I didn't know how to dress my, my my size and I didn't feel confident I would order things in a in a size that I thought I would be and they would still be too small and I would get like so upset yeah but actually I was just I wasn't dressing in the right way for my body at that time but it was kind of hard because you have to like relearn and you're also trying to be practical because you've
0: yeah you know and you've, you've got, got to be through this to unbutton it and breastfeed and yeah and you've gone through this massive transformation like I used to just after having zen I one of the things that I struggled with was um I used to wear a lot of bodysuits. like I, yeah. I loved wearing bodysuits, yeah. or I loved wearing things tucked in yeah like tight fitted tops tucked into trousers yeah that kind it gives of thing. you that it
1: gives you a bit of shape but I couldn't wear any of those because yeah. it had
0: to be easy access because I was yeah. breastfeeding so like there was that kind of time yeah. period as well and then like when I ended my breastfeeding journey I was like yes I can wear bodysuits again. Oh, and no, I, I do. Them. I love a bodysuit. Mm, me too. Um, before we go, actually, mm-hmm. I have to ask about your granny. Okay. You. Because yeah. I know you've spoken about your granny yes. before. And what a style inspiration she was to you. So tell us a little bit about her and her style.
1: So both my grannies definitely, I would say, really influenced my style. They were both, um, like, my mum's style is more, like, pared down and kind of she's very like natural with her and gorgeous and she looks amazing but like the way she dresses is being always a bit more like casual and relaxed and she wear much doesn't still doesn't wear much makeup she, I mean she's got great skin she doesn't need much makeup my grandmothers would um would definitely spend more time doing their hair and makeup and like they would they were really glamorous and yeah. I was really drawn to them and to their wardrobes and to their like bathroom cabinets and would just want to watch them get ready and um always just like loved seeing the kind of transformative power of them like putting their makeup on and put their lipstick on and like wanting to know about all their things like i would just always entertain myself like looking at all of my granny's silk scarves and all of her chanel nail varnishes and those are my like first memories of being like interested in style and beauty um my dad's mom she was called felicity She's such a style influencer. She's she's definitely really influenced my style, but she always have her nails done. She always had her hair done even up until her last living day. Like yeah. she'd have her hair like set like every week. Um she always had yeah, like bright lipstick on. She always had all of her jewelry on. Um whenever I saw her she was always like done. Just
0: perfect. Even yeah. on like a day that she's not leaving. And she would house. always
1: just have like all of the jewelry on like all, and yeah. the big sunglasses, like the really big over the top sunglasses. She would always wear, like, an amazing coat. Like, she gave me, like, the most amazing vintage fur coat. I don't really wear it because I just don't think, you know, I think there's so much good faux now and I yeah. don't...
0: But um, you have that... I have it as, as, like, a memory
1: of yeah. her that it's, like, just something I keep and, like, think of her. Um, But, yeah, definitely, like, the sunglasses. And just, it was just, like, that being put together.
0: Yeah. It's something that we don't, like, I mean, now it's this whole kind of, like casual is is more yeah. in whereas like back in that kind of for that age group it's always the more glamorous like yeah. my granny was the exact same always done yeah. up to and the, the, the pictures
1: of her from like when she was younger like in the like 60s and so she, 70s she was just all, oh she just looked incredible I'll show you some pictures later okay. but um so put together she was so beautiful and my mum's mum as well like she would I would always really love like watching her do her makeup and both of them always, when we would go on holiday together, they would have really amazing things that they wore on holiday. And I remember really loving kind of just even like their sarongs and their like colourful jewellery that they would just wear on holiday. And kind of, I think that also influenced how much I love kind of dressing when I when I go away. And, mm. and I have a kind of a whole different wardrobe of much more colourful, extravagant things that I just wear on holiday.
0: I love that. Yeah, I and mean, you can see that on your page as well. It always looks like you have really you've a lot of fun with your wardrobe when you're away on holidays. That's what
1: makes me look forward to it so much because it's just not practical to wear that stuff in <laughs> London. We don't we get like two, you know three hot days a year. Yeah. Um and then I'm running around after the kids, so on holiday I'm kind of like, hey yeah, it's probably going to get sticky fingers on it if I'm with the kids, but whatever. Like I'll have to dry clean it all, but I'm going to wear it all on holiday anyway. Yeah. And it's like, yes, I'm going to match the earrings to the dress and I'm going to do my makeup and I'm going to wear big sun hat and just do all the accessories and it's just fun and I I really lean into that and enjoy it
0: I love that yeah well you have to enjoy fashion like it's you wear it every day it's an expression of you yeah Millie it's been so fun chatting
1: thank thank you so much I can literally talk to you about fashion all day
0: I know I think I'm gonna stay here for another two hours okay yeah you are (laughs) welcome
1: to you can go and like pull some fun outfits out of my wardrobe let's do do it it.
0: thank you so much thank you This season of Classic Confidential is proudly sponsored by Zalando, the leading platform in Europe offering fashion to suit all your vibes. Whatever moment or mood you find yourself in, Zalando empowers you to express your ever-changing identity through a wide range of clothing, footwear and accessories across thousands of different brands. Explore endless choice for all your personal style vibes at zalando.ie You've been listening to Closet Confidential. Thank you for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed the style chats as much as I did. And if you did, please do like, subscribe, rate and review. And if you want to stay in the loop on all things Closet Confidential, just follow our Instagram page at Closet Confidential underscore official. And if you haven't already, we also have a video series on YouTube, so check that out. And in the meantime, I'll be back next week with another stylish guest.